0: New survey: the most stressful city in the United States is Los Angeles. Yeah? <laughs> 76% of LA residents feel at least somewhat stressed every day, which for me is proof that eating healthy makes you miserable.
1: Um, <laughs> that's good. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, as a uh, a slightly zoftig guy. I mean, I'm sure if you ran into James Corden um, in person, he'd look like everybody you know. Because you've got to be obscenely skinny in real life to look somewhat skinny on TV. We've had the experience of meeting many TV people. Right. Like and that big, curvy, voluptuous gal on TV... You meet her, and she's, like, pretty thin. And the thin people
1: look scary. Dying. I'll bet if you saw (laughs) Stephen Colbert or Jimmy Fallon in person, you'd think, oh, my God. Yeah. He's a stick person. Right. Kelly Rip is a marionette
0: puppet. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Tiny little thing. So California's doing the craziest thing any state in this country has done, short of uh, secede.
0: (laughs) I mean, it is absolutely bizarre.
1: So I'll get to that in a second. But I promise this. Beto O'Rourke is uh, is is pulling out all the stops, right? He's trying to get a little bit, a bit of attention. But so he is in Iowa this week, and he was at some sort of gathering where they were speaking, and he had his name card in front of his seat there at the desk, and it said Beto O'Rourke, and underneath it, it said he slash him slash his. He oh, put boy. his pronouns oh, underneath boy. his name to show how incredibly enlightened he is. Right. And I thought, wow, that is just transparent. that that's reeks of effort. Oh yeah, we're going to be seeing more and more of that.
2: Oh yeah, guaranteed. Oh, I, know, yeah. I know,
1: I Very know, I know. My cool. wife got a um, she got an application from a college student that at the bottom of all the stuff, you know, where I worked, what I know, what I've done. Here are my pronouns. It,
2: email signatures, uh, social media profiles. The and I it trend. The younger the person's profile, the more likely they're going to have their pronouns just
1: in there. Like and, it's a given. Uh, my professor, I know, I know a guy who was a professor who, who quit. Because he was not going to go along with that and figure out what everybody's pronouns were and put them on their papers and all that, and sort of attempt
0: stuff. to memorize them.
1: Yeah, because if you don't get it right, getting back to another conversation about herd mentality, and all of a sudden, <clears throat> if you don't get it right, even though nobody's been doing this for the history of mankind, right. now You're you're clearly on the wrong side of things. We're gonna scream at you and dock you, and you're in big trouble. And you it's can lose not your job.
0: <laughs> the failure of memorization; it's hate. Clearly, if you forget, yeah. Just that is something. Oh, by the way, Jack, speaking of Beto aurora he of the leading status now hovering around 2%, uh, I have the walkout song playlist for all the Democrats at the big uh, Iowa Democrats Hall of Fame Oh, I want
1: to hear that. Thing. Anybody, oh, yeah. Is anybody using you can't always get
0: what you want? Uh, no. Wow. <laughs> I still so am amazed by that. And I will tell you this. I'm hurt. Hurt to the bone. That Beto is using one of my favorite songs of all time. He clearly has good taste. He's ruined music. it.
1: I think I think he'd be a very likable guy. I don't oh, think yeah. he's
0: going to be no, a president of the United States. Oh, no, he's, he's a musician and the rest of it, and I'm sure he's a fine fellow. Can skateboard like me. You know, there's a... Uh, Goes to the dentist, so I hear. Yeah. There's a thingamajigger in the Washington uh, Post. Uh, who wrote this? Uh, Eugene Robinson, who's wrong about everything, but uh, eloquent fella. Uh, but... His, the title of his piece is, We Don't Need 23 Presidential Candidates. There's another important role to fill. And he's talking about uh, John Aikenlooper and Steve Bullock and, and uh, Better O'Rourke and several others. Why aren't you fools running for the Senate? Well, that's been a big question for
1: a long time now. And the fact that um, Democrats absolutely will not take the Senate back because much of their best talent that could have run against a Republican... Has decided to run for
0: president. I Why think is I gotta, that? Is it the ego, American uh, uh, obsession with the presidency now?
1: I wonder if you just don't get the feeling of accomplishment being a senator that you used to. Unless you're president, you're nothing. Yeah. I, I don't know. It seems weird to me. You, you got a shot at being a U.S. senator. You've got no shot. Or maybe there's a little bit. Trump got elected. Why can't I get be, be elected? Maybe there's some of that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I yeah, used to think both. I can't be president. Now I feel like I can. Uh, it, it bothers me because it reinforces the idea that Congress really has no role, but is a rub- rubber stamp, and the Senate has no role. Right? Well, the Senate's it's it's all about deal. the president. The president writes the budget, and he declares the wars, and the rest. Congress has no role in anything.
1: Like a half dozen of the Senate's biggest stars, uh, Democrats, that that could have run decided to either run for president or are still thinking about running for president. Mm-hmm. That's that's amazing.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: so here's what California has decided to do. If you're not following this, this is going to if it's not already on your national story radar, it's going to be. Um, they're going to give free health care to illegal immigrants. Um, I, I'm against giving free health care or health care to, to to everybody. Period. Right. But in the case of California, even illegal immigrants.
0: Through age 25 and then starting again at age 65 or something like that? Yeah. It's uh, it's astonishing. And the fact that there hasn't been an enormous angry reaction yet in Cal Unicornia is amazing to me, too. I just think the electorate's mostly out of touch. They just know that they're supposed to vote left. And so they do. Gavin Newsom is willing to sell out the taxpayers to court the so-called Hispanic vote. And uh, just let's understand this. The black vote, the Hispanic vote, you, you folks understand that you're being put in a pen and told you all have to think alike. And if you don't, you've betrayed your race, putting aside the fact that Hispanic isn't a race. Uh, do you understand how demeaning that is? Are you comfortable with being demeaned and manipulated like that? I, I wouldn't think so. But anyway...
1: How do you? I mean, you can't have all three things. You can't even have two of them, actually. You can't have a, a social welfare state and have illegal immigration. Nope. You can't do that. How, how do you? How does.
0: I just so don't understand the, third the math thing? on that. The three legged stool of stupid. Oh, I forgot the third thing. Yeah, Maybe it'll we'll pop matter. back Those in. Those two head. were so good that the third one's extraneous. Yeah, it's just well, and this is why piling on, really. This is why I call California Cal Unicornia because there's an utter lack of realism. There, it's like all the adults have left. And the whole, how are we going to pay for it? Or won't this result in more of an undesirable, uh, you know, outcome? Or it's unsustainable because if you're offering such rich benefits to anybody who comes to the state, you'll have an explosion. I mean, people, can you imagine? You're an illegal uh, alien in Arizona, Nevada, Oregon, anywhere. If you don't flock to California, why not? Well, and especially if you got a, an ill aunt or a sick kid or whatever. Sure.
1: Just show up. Um, oh, I know the third thing. You can't. You can't narrow the tax base down to just oh. you know the rich will pay, and have illegal immigration and have a social workforce state. For for a state, it's not going to work because the people who are paying for this will just step across the border. Not my problem anymore. I now live in a different state. Right now, if it happens for the whole country, no, and then that's that's a different deal. But for mm-hmm. a state, yeah. I think the people paying the bills in California are just going to decide to. Well, I'm not going to do that anymore. I guess I'll move to Oregon. Or, or idaho
0: or wherever and you good luck with that whole yeah. healthcare for illegals i'm not paying for it well so much money is being generated out of silicon valley right now um your googles and facebook's and apples and the rest of it uh so much of the tax that supports cal unicornia that the state will be okay as long as that is sustained but um, there are, uh, for instance, Georgia, because the, the abortion flap recently, we heard this again, that more uh, is spent making movies in Georgia than in so-called Hollywood in Los Angeles, just because it's so much less expensive and, and much easier. Uh, to do movies elsewhere, and the sure with it. So with the higher taxes <laughs> and regulations,
1: you're, yeah. you're driving a, an expen- an industry that brings you a lot of money somewhere else, right? And Silicon
0: Valley will Movie follow trade. suit. It's already begun. The dispersion of you know your tech capitals has already begun. and It will continue. Just because Steve Jobs' adoptive
1: parents were from Palo Alto doesn't mean everything has to stay there,
0: right? Forever. Yeah. Well said. But. I tell you what, my friends, it is just insane. The blue West Coast has just gone mad. And, you know, where it ends will be interesting to observe.
1: Where this whole 2020 Democratic
0: whatever goes is uh,
1: who knows also. And I heard something interesting from an interesting pair. Donnie Deutsch and Scaramucci were on a show yesterday. Discussing 2020 and had some interesting insight among other things on the way. I also want to get to this study about people who don't think they're in good enough shape to join a gym. So they're trying to get in better shape so they can join the gym. Yes. They're afraid of how people are going to look at them. On the way on The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.
3: The Armstrong
4: and
0: Getty Show.
1: I'm watching MSNBC yesterday. Chris Matthews hardball, and he teases. He said, I'm going to have Anthony Scaramucci and Donnie Deutsch on later together. And I thought, well, I got to watch that. (laughs) There's a couple of interesting characters right there. Both of them know Trump from The Apprentice. Both of them were on The Apprentice. Mm. Celebrity Apprentice. Anyway, um, they're talking about um, uh, Trump running and who he runs against and all that sort of stuff. And I'll fill in anything that doesn't make sense when this is over. Chris, I had a segment called Beware of the Trump Pivot. He is such a transactionalist and with no ideology. Can he do it? He will Can do he it. straighten At the end of the day, it's about
4: survival. Well, yeah. And if he doesn't, to be honest, if he's running against a Biden-Harris ticket and they don't stumble over themselves, he will do the math and he will then do that pivot. Because, you're you're no, making can't an assumption it it about the, the brains of the Democratic know, Party. The... You think the Democrats are smart enough to put that ticket together? Yeah.
1: Chris, you and I both know like this. That. And I, people like Elizabeth Warren are incredibly impressive. She loses 48 states. There's a couple wow. of things to unpack there that I thought mm. were interesting. Well, that last nugget there. You and I both know Elizabeth Warren loses 48 states.
0: Do you, wow. un- do you unpack at a hotel room, or do you just grab stuff out of your uh, suitcase? When I was a younger man... Do you have a timeline, like more than two days, that sort of thing?
1: Uh, when I was a younger man, I just lived out of my suitcase and thought it was ridiculous that they even have drawers there. I've since... Uh, Really embraced the whole put my clothes in the drawers and live mm. like I'm a home thing. I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's and then put stress the, free. And put the suitcase away in the closet and the rooms just like clean and less cluttered. Yeah. Maybe it's because my home is such a disaster. Mm. I really enjoy the clean hotel room. Mm. Maybe that's it. Uh anyway. The idea that they all agree well, Scaramucci's a Republican, but Donny Deutsch and uh, Chris Matthews, Elizabeth Warren, loses 48 states. Chris Matthews saying, is the Democratic Party smart enough to put Biden and Harris together as a ticket? I thought that was interesting. And then the first part, which uh, I-, I left out a chunk in which Donny Deutsch said, I've wondered all along because Trump hangs around 40, 45 percent. If he would moderate his tone just a little bit, I think he's at 55 percent. Mm. And he said, I think he'll make that pivot. If he's oh, running that's what against, talking about, okay. yeah, he said, I think the, that Trump will make that pivot if he's running against somebody that that the, a ticket that could beat him if he doesn't make that pivot. But he said all Trump has to do is just leave off some of that rough edges, and he could be at fifty five. And I thought, wow, that's interesting from Donnie Deutsch, who hates Trump. I mm. mean, hates him deeply to his core. Wow, <laughs> if you've ever watched him on any of these shows, yeah. and they used to be friends and have had a complete falling out and don't speak to each other anymore and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Interesting, I never even considered the idea that the, uh, the, the the Trump changing the way he is that a lot of people believed during the campaign. soon as he gets the nomination, completely different person. Okay, as soon as he becomes president, completely different person. Deutsch is saying that's still a possibility.
0: Yeah, well he does at times, I don't know. suppose we'll all live to find out, Jack, unless we don't. And then you'll be missed. So the walk-up songs—it's big in Major League oh, Baseball this. right now. They—you uh, go to the game up on the stadium. They'll show the guy's picture and his uh, his batting average and the rest of it, and then uh, they'll be jamming his walk-up song and show you who it is in some stadiums. So if you like the tune, you can download it, I guess, or stream it or whatever. Uh so uh, Corey Booker, who uh, nobody cares about, I thought he'd be formidable, but not so much. "Lovely Day" by Bill Withers. Okay, uh, Eric Swalwell, Swalwell. Caught Up in the Country. Anybody know what that is? Who who does that one? No. I could flip to this other Sounds like it's a country song of some sort. Figure it out. Uh, oh, Rodney Atkins. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then you got uh, Bernie Sanders. Power to the people. <laughs> the Soviet National Anthem. Play it. Play the Soviet Anthem. That's the way I want to take the country. Tulsi
1: Gabbard, who's so impressive. Bernie Sanders, I expect. Oh,
0: I remember this one. <laughs> this this ex- was a hit when I was 50. I was expecting Peggy Sue or something. Mm. Exactly. Tulsi Gabbard, who's very impressive, but for some reason isn't really catching fire. Ain't no mountain high enough. Pete but a gig. Boot edge, edge. Never <laughs> edge, edge. They say edge, edge. edge. <laughs> <laughs> Never giving up comma bachelor. Is that the artist? I don't know. Boot edge. Is that edge. the theme song from The Bachelor? List? Um, I don't know, and I don't care much. Oh, yeah, it's by bachelor, whoever that is. Um, uh, 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 Harris, Kamala Harris, work that by Mary J. Blige. That's kind of funny. <laughs> uh uh John Delaney, who's apparently a human being and apparently running. I've been everywhere. Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere, man. That's a good tune. Uh, Jay Inslee, please. Mr. Blue Sky. Kirsten Gillibrand, good as hell. Nobody cares. Boniest person in the race. Ryan. Ryan. Who's that again? There's somebody running L- named Ryan. 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 First name or last name? I thought maybe I was having a senior moment. It just says Ryan. Meg Ryan? She's not running, buddy We're, Ryan. Is
1: is it a is there a one name person like Cher? I don't know. It's, 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 it's a tweet. Big, everybody calls me
0: Ryan. Oh, they're, they're I don't know. Uh, like Prince, I'm Ryan. Are we forgetting somebody obvious? I don't know. Yang, who cares? <laughs> How dare you, uh, Williamson? It's <laughs> another person running for president. All right, Warren. Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> nine two five. What a way to make a living. Hick and Looper, I won't waste your time. Elizabeth Warren's is 9 to 5. Yes, sir.
2: She can, is old. Get Looper's the soundtrack to Deep Throat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <Nice>. Porn music. <laughs> Klobuchar,
0: <laughs> Bull His mom picked it out. Midessa, Bullock, nobody cares. De Blasio, nobody cares. Uh, Bennett. That's right, Bennett. Nah, nobody cares. Uh, Beto came out uh, to uh, uh, the Clampdown from uh, The Clash, which is one of my all-time favorite songs. Um, and he seems like a nice fella. He's just a dope. I think it's interesting with Elizabeth Warren surging in national and state polls
1: that Chris Matthews and Donny Deutsch, yeah, we all know she loses forty-eight states. That wow, I, that's the inside view of some of your that's what they said about Trump opinion makers in, uh, in 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 progressive politics on the MSNBC.
0: Wow, De Blasio, who's got worse numbers in New York than Trump, um, also went with the Clash song. So all right. All yeah. right. real missed well, opportunity. I think
2: uh, some of them on the left side could, to go with the Who's won't get fooled again. That would be that would be my choice.
1: Yeah, well, I still don't understand the message Trump's sending with "You can't always get what you want." I just what I, songs about smoking pot Hansen? All of them. That's great. Really oh, i doing no, the no, research. No. Yes, really. it's true. <laughs> They are all
0: about it. <laughs> yeah, more or less, either that or sex. What's coming
4: up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Well, investigating the investigators, the Mueller battle rages on mm, good Lord. We got a new report about Kim Jong-un's murdered half brother. And summer we know means fun, so we have a
1: new listicle of the most fun states in the US. If oh good. Ha- that sounds fun. If you haven't heard about Kim's murdered half brother and what he was up to, stay tuned. <laughs> Fave guests on the way, Jeff Fowler, Jeffrey Fowler of The Washington Post, about how facial recognition is here. It's coming to airports. We're doing it, for better or worse, and he seems to be concerned about it, so we'll see what the concerns are. I kind of like the idea of not having to have a ticket. It just recognizes me, and I, I walk on. But big brother and whatnot. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips.
4: Well, it's official. The Justice Department will be looking into actions taken by the U.S. government and foreigners as they check out how the Trump-Russia
1: investigation started. Oh, I can't believe I even heard that word, that phrase. White House Press Secretary? I just heard the phrase, Trump-Russia investigation. Where do I go to hide from that?
4: White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders applauding the move this morning.
0: We know that there was corruption uh, at the highest levels at the Department of Justice and the FBI,
1: and the American people deserve to know why this happened to the American president.
4: In a letter to House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler, the Assistant Attorney General, said their review is going to be broad in scope and multifaceted. The letter adds DOG, and DOJ rather would take a look at the entire intelligence community to see if policies were violated or any laws were broken.
0: Hey, all of y'all, how about you quit telling us what you're gonna do? You're coming off like a bunch of stoned underachievers. Just do it. Just investigate it. Let us know if you come up with anything. On either side, just shut up and quit calling John Dean as a witness. This whole thing is a farce. Wall Street Journal's reporting North Korean
4: leader Kim Jong-un's half-brother, Kim Jong-nan, who was killed in a Malaysian airport in 2017, was a CIA informant who met what? with people from that
0: agency several times. Hmm. The journal cited... Signing- wonder if he was a willing or unwilling informer. Hmm she he was going for money and coke and babes or if they told him hey listen you remember when you got drunk and shot off your mouth about how your older brother ought to be killed? It's actually his younger brother isn't it? Yeah. How your brother ought to be killed? Uh, 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 that happened to be recorded and it'd be shame if your, your bro heard that. So we just need you to take a couple of pictures now and then.
1: It's not hard to imagine that he um, is horrified by the state of his own country and yeah. wants to do anything he can do to help bring it yeah to some sort of modernity
0: well yeah and i was just reading a chunk of anna Fifield's new book about uh north korean fathead in particular and how the older brother was seen as probably not the greatest prospect and squeezed out by his dad and and so you know hell there might be familial jealousies and resentments at work too sure like fredo i wanted to be the dictator (laughs) why can i not be the dictator
4: Kim hadn't lived in North Korea for several years at the time he was killed. It's believed Kim Jong Un ordered the death of his brother. He was fatally poisoned. You'll recall when two women smeared a nerve gas on a nerve agent on his face at the airport. That's something.
0: And they thought they were part of a South Korean prank show. Yep. TV show. They thought show. they were on. The, you know the the, the equivalent of punked. Oh, all I have to do is put this stink uh, chemical in this guy's face and I get five hundred dollars. Yay. Canada is planning to ban
4: harmful single-use plastics as soon as 2021. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says right now Canadians are on track to throw away an estimated $11 billion worth of plastic materials a year by 2030. He says but by improving the way the country manages plastic waste, they can reduce almost 2 million
0: tons of carbon pollution. I, I would like to personally, I'm not there yet, but I'm close, personally make a vow to never buy another bottled water or at least almost never because we've got so many containers well i'll tell you what i'm a lot
1: i go through probably i buy a 30 pack a week probably why i don't know laziness Convenience? Well, it's all, You're poisoning it's all convenience. you planet. Laziness is, uh, you know, it's unfair. That it's, it's is not, that's
0: exactly fair. It's convenience. Oh, Lord, please send a bear to Ravage Jack <laughs> and teach him the error of his ways abusing the earth. If he's in the water, a shark could probably mean, I ah, listen, I'm not going to, oh, Lord, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. Swarm of bees, whatever occurs to you. <laughs>
1: I keep a 30-pack of the little bottles in my truck all the time and just you know, always have water. There.
0: Don't they get a little hot? I don't
1: Summertime. care.
0: Summertime. Drinking hot water? Yeah. Oh, Lord, you hear that? He also drinks hot water like a weirdo. Please. I don't care what the temperature of water is. All right, my friends,
4: it is indeed summertime. Break out the fun. Wallet Hub has ranked the top states when it comes to having a good time. Yeah,
0: right now. Let's have fun with this list, Marshall. <laughs> they
4: looked at entertainment, nightlife, uh, recreation, amusement parks, golfing, casinos, etc., 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 and the top ten from tenth to first place ranks And this one way. of the
0: etc. is probably their use of renewables. But anyway, <laughs> back to your list.
4: I just love Indiana.
0: Oh, I've I've, been, I've had a lot of fun in Indiana. Alright,
4: now when I mention a state, tell me if you've had fun in it. How about Texas? <laughs> oh, yeah. Te- oh, yeah.
0: Alright. Austin, Texas, you kidding me? Indeed. Uh, deep
1: and out in Dallas? Give me a break.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Go to a ball game, etc. Uh, how about the great State of Oregon, Oregon is big fun. I'm going to have a big fun in Oregon this very summertime. There you go. Now, of course, eight.
1: that's where I watched the big eclipse. It was north? Oh, that's right. That's right. Right.
0: right. It's, it's they uh, they threw it a bit State of a funded. full moon sighting
1: there too. As yes, well, exactly. Right? With a woman dropping her pants and <laughs> urinating nearly upon us, oh, like, like a horse on the
0: streets of Portland. <laughs> oh, hey, did you uh, how Jupiter go for you last night? Oh, I completely forgot. Oh. oh. I oh. went. I went out and unaided, just with my eyeballs. It looked like a very, very bright star. So, but you really needed a, a, a telescope.
1: But so, a lot of these things, usually, I mean, like last night would have been the best night, but it was pretty good the night before, and probably pretty good tonight, right? Oh no, 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 no. Uh, Jupiter, it.
0: it's it's the end of its shift. <laughs> it's, it's gone. Cool. Out.
1: There it's is gone out. Now. <laughs> There's no Jupiter anymore. No. Now.
4: <laughs> in eighth place, you got Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, big fun state. I honeymooned in Pennsylvania. There this you go. is amazing.
0: Really? Oh, this is fun city all right coming in seventh minnesota minnesota mm? i have failed to have fun in minnesota i have you have fishing, you fishing
4: the... trips yes oh nice now i know a lot of us have had fun in nevada <laughs> oh yeah
0: sometimes more than enough
2: statute of limitations not up yet and i like... almost
1: threw up when you said that <laughs>
0: and then And then we've got Colorado. I'll never forget the time in Nevada where I was in a place where I don't know if I should have been there, perhaps not. Fate had me there. It's funny how fate is. And and I thought, you know, it's cool. I'm not really known here and nobody's going to care or or whatever. And and it was five minutes. uh, A gal comes up to me and says, hey, you're the dude from TV, aren't you? I'm like, oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, golly. This is back when we were on TV. Oh, boy. Most fun I've ever had
1: in Nevada is at the Long Branch Saloon in Lunig, Nevada, which is not actually a town. It only has eight residents. Wow. And this old guy who's a World War II vet runs this little Quonset hut with a cooler and he sells beers out of it (laughs) to anybody who happens by on this lonesome highway. Yeah. And I stopped there and drank with him for the afternoon and listened to his stories. That was my favorite
0: Nevada story. Oh, that's great.
2: Fifth most... I remember as a kid, my Nevada story, I had one foot in Nevada and one foot in California and... (laughs) On the state line, good time. Two it a, states at uh, once is what you're states saying. Two states at once, good time. Uh, very good time. Double the normal
4: amount of states. Yes. Fifth most fun state <laughs> is Colorado. Colorado.
1: Yeah, I was ordered to leave Denver and never come back for urinating in the parking lot Banned of a bar for life. The police told me I could not come back
0: to Denver.
4: Washington State comes in fourth, and boy, I've had fun in Washington State. Mm -mm. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah,
0: Yeah, beyond question. Oh, yeah. I wish uh, You know, I got a standing offer from uh, one of our beloved listeners in Anacortes, who wants to buy me a beer next time I'm in that uh, beautiful part of the world. And I wish it were this afternoon, my friend.
2: Trust me. I spent my 10th birthday in Seattle. It's one of my most vivid memories of
0: of, Hmm. of, of that era. Wonderful city. It's a little bummy and needly and poopy these days, yeah, these but what days. are you going to do?
1: Third
4: most fun state happens to be New York. I have not spent much time at all in New York Hanson's Hansen's
1: going to New York City this weekend. Him and his wife without the kids. It's going to get crazy, isn't it, Hansen? It's going to be so wild. We'll be
0: napping like crazy people. Are you going to go to Studio 54 and disco?
4: <laughs> Second most fun state is Florida. I've never set foot in Florida ever. Oh, you know.
0: All kinds of fun in Florida. I didn't want to bog down the discussion, but yes to New York and you, heck yes to Florida. Are you kidding? Oh, if you failed to have a good time in Florida. Y- it's, it's your fault. Throw yourself into the Atlantic or uh-huh. the Gulf, depending Jet which coast you're on.
1: on the ocean in Miami Beach. Yeah. I'm not going until they get their gator problem settled. Like There's way too many gators there. And then Key West. When I went to yeah. Key West, I thought, why don't I live here? I need to do everything. At the time I was there, and there's a lot of places like this you go, where you think, what do I need to do to change my life to live here?
0: Fishing, (laughs) golf, beaches, amusement parks, the best in the world. Oh, yeah. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Roaming the streets That's right <laughs> Currently living <Yes>. And <laughs> devouring pets And
1: always right behind you Florida man And who knows what he's up to
0: All exactly. well, right, right yes. With a sock full of pennies <laughs> you, you just narrowly escape The g- jaws of a gator And some lunatic grabs you and tries to eat your face <laughs> uh,
4: It's very yeah.
0: disappointing
4: And the most fun state In the United States of America California
0: There you go California. So many options well, You know That is true That's absolutely true
1: and their government's doing their best to drive everyone out exactly. everybody who makes a living trying to turn it into a third world country
4: there you go that's your news I'm Marshall Phillips here I'm Getty show the conscience of the nation so I'm, I've had a heck of a lot of fun in Mexico
0: too speaking of third world countries
1: <laughs> I'm happy to see that more tech people are worried about privacy when it and not just focusing on look at this great technical achievement that the, the tech world has
0: come up with that people are worried right. about privacy and We have designed a tool that those with ill intent can use. That that realization is dawning on at least some. One of those tools is facial
1: recognition at airports now. We're going to talk to Jeffrey Fowler about that next on the Armstrong and Getty show. just mentioned to me he was reading about the, the year's most controversial footwear.
0: What well, was clickbait that got me? If
1: you don't stay tuned for that, I don't know I thought, what's going to keep your... What pal- is it, like
0: harp seal boots? What 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 footwear could be controversial? <laughs> well, I was surprised.
1: <laughs> the year's most controversial footwear. It
0: got me! <laughs> oh, wow. Jeffrey Fowler is a uh, technology columnist for the Washington Post. He's based out of San Francisco, California. And uh, the headline of his recent Pete's, which caught our eye, Don't Smile for Surveillance, Why Airport Face Scans Are a Privacy Trap. Jeffrey, on the cutting edge of tech, but yet with a love of liberty. How are you, sir?
3: I'm good. Thanks for
0: um, inviting me back. Oh, sure. sure. It's always fun. So uh, what is the current state of airport uh, face scans, and, and what you talking about?
3: The current state is getting pretty troubling. You know, there's been a huge debate that's going on in this country about Facial recognition technology, San Francisco, a couple of weeks uh, ago, banned it. And yet it has already arrived at American airports all over the U.S. There are now systems in place, um, some at gates where you board the airplane that you step up to. And instead of having your passport checked or having your ticket checked, they check your face.
1: Now, when Uh, I heard that, I thought, okay, great. That's like unlocking your phone. Now I don't have to worry about my ticket. I'm not that worried about that. But so they're doing it more than just at the gates
3: they're doing it at the gates they're doing it at backdrop they're doing it at uh at uh, security checks as well. okay, that's and just surveillance
1: they- then that's just a new kind of surveillance at the airports that we need to discuss as a society that's not a that's not a convenience of any kind
3: but actually, I want to challenge you on this idea that that this is a great convenience uh, at, feel
1: free because I'm at
3: the, at the boarding gate
1: uh, because- in general, I want less of this stuff rather than more, but go ahead.
3: Yeah, because I think that's exactly um, how they get us. Look, airports are places where, um, you know, our – Our our minds and our bodies are being uh, confronted with all kinds of indignities, right? We're stressed, we're worried about security, and there's somebody blowing up our plane or whatnot. So Americans tend to, at airports, put up with whatever is asked of us, right? And especially if the promise is things might get a little bit safer or things might go a little bit faster. I met one woman when I was testing the system at New York JFK's airport who said to me, she's like, Strip me down naked if you need to. I don't care. Just get me onto this plane safely. And that, I think, is how they're getting us. Because what's really happening here for this system to be in place is the U.S. government is for the first time making a database of the faces of Americans who are not. Accused or suspected of any kinds of crimes. You know, that I, is a pretty uh, big leap for America.
1: It is. A, it's a huge leap, and you're obviously right because the government runs the whole air thing. If they're gonna keep in a database all our faces, that is a major. We should discuss it before it even gets started leap for the government to have a database of our faces.
0: I would agree. And help me think this through, Jeffrey. Why not uh, take a look at the other side of the coin and just all agree that we will have a database of the faces of those who we cannot let on any flights. It's not a preemptive tool. It's merely a, instead of having me stationed there in a blue uniform or plain clothes looking for Osama bin Laden to make sure he doesn't get on a plane, we're going to have computers
3: do it. Has that been discussed? so that's already happening uh, before you get on before you can even enter security at the airport and get your ticket. You've been checked to make sure with all the other biographic information they have in the ticket. They, you've been checked to make sure that you're cleared to be on that flight. So what these space scans are about is has nothing to do with security. That's the other great con of this. You've already been uh, cleared. You've already been checked physically right at, at airport security. This is about immigration and the immigration wanting to catch people who overstay their visas because they have a tiny, tiny problem. One percent of the people who come to the U.S. on a visa overstay it and some of those, some of that 1% uses someone fake to leave the country, like someone who might look a little bit like them, to leave wow. the country, so it looks like they left. Hey, Jimmy, really you look a lot like, like me. People. Can you cross the border, please? <laughs> yeah, that, wow. Exactly. And then the other thing this is really about is these programs are being put in place by airlines. Now, airlines are corporations. You might ask, why are they interested in this? Well, because airlines look at what's going on in Silicon Valley, and they think, ooh, there's money in those faces, isn't is there? Right? And they can, get all, they can get all kinds of efficiencies in the airport. Look, if you're dropping off your own bag uh, you're, and you're checking your own ticket at the gate, they need fewer people, right? Or they can assign those people to do other jobs in the airport, but that's not really what we've seen from airlines, right? They're just right. replacing humans with more machines. Or they can get all kinds of valuable information about our faces. One executive was sort of bragging from one airline was kind of bragging like, ooh, we can see whether you're in a good mood or a bad mood. Just by reading your face. So if I'm in an airport,
0: exactly. I'm in a bad mood. Yeah, can I just exactly. fill
3: out a form? <laughs> exactly. So there's there's just a, a lot of big questions and problems, but maybe the biggest one of all, which ironically, when I wrote first wrote my column for the post, I just sort of put this in there as something we should think about, which is, you know, anytime you turn something into data and we're turning out, turning faces into data, it can be stored, it can be shared or it can be stolen. Sure. And a, and a couple of hours after I published my, my, my column in the Post online yesterday, I get a call from Customs, who's running this program, Customs and Border Protection. And they said, oh, we have something to tell you. Our database of photos has been breached. It's already happened. They re- they they of reported course. this yesterday. It happened through a subcontractor. Uh, it, it didn't happen with a database of photos of people at the airport. It happened to some people who are crossing a land border, but it's all the same thing, and it's, it's it's all the part of the same system, and it shows exactly why we probably don't want um, to trust the government with the central centralized database of our faces because we can't change of our faces, right? I, like, I, I, get plastic I, I,
1: I love the fact that you're writing the angle from this point of view. I just I just don't think many people care. I mean, it's any time I've ever tried to explain to somebody, you no, know, here's what could happen in the future if the government is allowed to track everywhere we go, if they're reading our license plates in the parking lot and and got cameras on the corner and all that sort of stuff, I can't even keep anybody's attention for like two minutes on that conversation. Nobody cares. Is it going to be, like you were saying, is it going to be more convenient? Am I going to be slightly safer
0: and it's going to be slightly faster? Then do whatever you got to do. Jeffrey Fowler, technology columnist for the Washington Post on the line. So, Jeffrey, in the minute or so we have left, is your gut feeling... That perhaps the United States, Europe style, will have a great awakening and we will pass stringent controls on this sort of thing? Or are you just basically clawing the earth, trying to keep it from going too far too fast, but knowing privacy as a concept is doomed?
3: I think that there is a reckoning happening. Uh, There are very few things that seem to bring Republicans and Democrats in in Washington together right now, but this topic is one of them. And they had a big hearing last week where I saw Republicans and Democrats alike about facial recognition really just challenging the government agencies putting in place these these systems, saying we need laws to cover this. And then after that news came out yesterday about uh, that customs database being lost, they called for more hearings. So – So stand by that Washington has finally woken up to
0: this. Jeffrey Fowler for president. Head to Iowa, Jeffrey. You might as well. Be the 25th. (laughs) Jeffrey uh, writes for the Washington Post Tech. We'll have a link at armstrongandgetty.com so you can find the piece. It's terrific, as always. Uh, Jeffrey, thank you very much. Good to talk to you. You bet. How how good is he? I love Jeffrey.
1: What are this year's most controversial footwear? (laughs)
0: Jack, I was I was doing show prep as I usually do in the afternoon and evening, and there was a little clickbait that said uh, Kim Kardashian something rocking the year's most controversial footwear. <laughs> I, 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 I would thought, click how, on that one. How, how? What? What? What is it? Is it like the spike to stomp on little animals, or Says like Trump on it, right? Or made a, f- <laughs> <made> a harp? <laughs> no, Jack. It's what they call the thong heel. It's a flip flop with a heel, mm. and it's the year's most controversial footwear. Seems like
1: that'd be hard between the toes. All the pressure down on. A...
0: If you, uh, if you get in an argument about, uh, well, a controversy over that footwear, and I believe in the sanctity of life, kill yourself. <laughs> Please kill yourself. <laughs> the year's most controversial footwear: Armstrong and Getty.